welcome to Which Game First, where we explore the hilariously huge world of board games. Did we find any hidden treasures you've been missing out on? Let's find out. First up this week, we roll dice to roll out our trains full of cargo in Steamrollers. Next up, we race to plant orchards, but the real prize is the honey in Applejack. And lastly, we're dealing as fast as we can to outstack our opponents in Spit. I'm your host, Celeste Angelis, here with my decades-long gaming buddies, Evan Bernstein. Hi, everyone. Ed Povolitis. Hi, time to game. And... Mike Grenier. Konnichiwa! Our first game up this week is Steamrollers, designed by Mark Garretts, published by Flatline Games and Stronghold Games in 2015. Number of players 1 to 5, ages 10 and up, playtime 30 to 45 minutes. All right, Mike, what's in the box? The cover of the box shows a proud train conductor riding outside an old-timey locomotive, cow catcher and all, belching black smoke as it chugs its way across an otherwise unspoiled Arizona desert. Inside, we find 200 individual player sheets, a bag-o, 56 goods, a supply board, a player aid, a first player marker, seven dice, seven action tiles, six order tiles, and five starting power tiles. And that's what's in the box. Well, before we tell you if we steamrolled through this game, Evan, stoke up the rules. Choo-choo! Steamrollers <laughs> is a roll-and-write game where players use dice to build the best railway network, upgrade their engine, and beat their opponents to the most lucrative cargo deliveries. Each round, six-sided dice are rolled, one die per number of players, and people draft one die with which to perform an action. They can draw a railroad track on their personal board, use the die to upgrade their engine, deliver a cube from a common supply board using their personal network, assuming their engine is strong enough, or take a special card which allows the player to break the rules in small or big ways. Points are scored by building tracks that connect cities and towns and then fulfill the moving of goods to the correct city based on its color. For example, use your route to move all the green goods to the city in the green sector of your map. Once half the cities on the supply board are emptied, the game is over at the end of that round. Players total their delivery points, add extra points for their networks, engines, and cards. The player with the most points wins, steamrolling their way over everyone else to victory. Chugga, 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 choo, choo. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, you guys played this on Board Game Arena. Mm-hmm. It's, it. I mean, it's kind of an old game. It's 2015. How did it look? It looked like an old game. <laughs> yeah, it's basic. I mean, there were perfectly functional arts and graphics. I mean, you don't really need a lot to be a decent rolling right, I think. Yeah, it was um, a hex board, you know. It was kind of laid over a uh, translucent-ish like background of kind of a desert. So it didn't have a lot of uh, distracting design going on. It was mostly kind of no-nonsense. And Evan, you said it takes one die per player. That's how many dice you play with. Yeah. Plus so one. you're ro- so you're rolling dice, but you're also drafting dice. Mm-hmm. If you're the f- so if they're a three player game, roll three d six. 
first player well, gets to choose oh, yeah. which of the die. I think so. an amendment here is, it's, I think it's the players plus one die. Yeah, plus one die. Oh, I'm sorry, yeah, yeah. players plus one. You're yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, all that's four better. of us playing, there would be five dice, and all the, but one of those dice would be drafted. That feels better. It's just yeah. three is not enough dice. Yeah, because you get stuck with something at the end that you don't want to do sometimes. But there is a special dice, an extra dice, which mm. determines the, the, the shape of the route that mm-hmm. you're allowed to <laughs> A to custom draw. die with yeah. pictures of paths, right? On the hexagon with paths on them. I mm. mean, it's kind of geeky for me because they look exactly <laughs> like the little uh, tiles that I play with in 18XX games. Mm-hmm. So, yay <laughs> for train game reference. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's tough, though, sometimes you, when you roll that die and you don't get the kind of shape that you need. Mm. Like, you can position it any way you want, you know, but it's sometimes it's, like, the the 12 o'clock hex to, like, the next the side of the hex over, so it's this sharp turn. And I mean, that doesn't help you because you're going kind of the wrong way that way. What is even worse? All I need to do is go straight. Why uh-huh. do I have nothing but turns? Yep, all turns. <laughs> yep, <laughs> and stuff. Yeah, there's basically three different ways you can go. There's the hard, hard turn. There's the soft curve, and there's the straight. Mm-hmm. And each die face on that black die gives you two of those three. Mm-hmm. So you don't. Okay. So there's always one choice. That's not basically that you're not going to yeah. be able yeah. to have. Uh, that's tough. Yeah. Still, it gives you two choices. That's not terrible. Uh, That's helpful. Oh, yeah, you got the two choices, but the one you need, by 100% yeah. chance, the one you need isn't there. Ed, you, you just keep talking about that. I feel like this must yeah. have happened uh, to oh, you yeah. in a very oh, painful yeah. way. It is the trauma here. Oh, yeah. gosh. Well, Ed didn't want to take the hit of uh, pulling the tile that lets you kind of change, like, to have available the different kind of tracks that you don't have available that turn. That's right. Yeah. yeah well, special well, you have to spend but not only a die, but a whole turn doing that. And uh-huh. then somebody gonna come around and take it from you. Right, Mike? Um <laughs> I didn't steal any of your tiles. You stole one of mine though. And oh, there was after, tile stealing going on. Yeah, there on. was. Evan stole one of mine, I think, too. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, does it take time to build up your route and then you deliver goods? Is that yeah. how it works? Yeah. Yeah. So okay. This is an engine building game, literally. You're building an engine. And, um, you know, a steam engine. And uh, y- you can deliver stuff pretty quickly with your short train, but you're not going to get as many points. So you can really rack up the points by getting your engine to be a little longer. Mm. Yeah, make a very long convoluted loot and watch the points rack up. As mm-hmm. long as those goods are still there by the time you, bi- right. you built a uh, five long route. Yeah, that's the thing. You know, it reminds me of like um, Dominion where it's like, is anybody starting to get points yet? Not yet. I still have time to build my engine. And then somebody cracks that egg. And then all of a sudden, everybody's like, I got to start delivering before there's nothing left to, to get. Right. Because only half the goods go. Is that right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Once half the goods are delivered, it's over? Yeah. Once the three, once three of the cities. Well, well, there's six spots on the mm-hmm. board where there are goods. And once three, three. of those are depleted of all their goods... Right. That triggers. So you could get a lot of the goods off the board. You can get like three quarters Uh, of them off the board. But once three of the places are depleted, it's over. I see. And I think there were five for our three player game. There were five goods per city. Uh, Something like that. Yeah. I don't know if every city had five. I can't remember exactly. I think it was either three or five. Three, three, four or five, maybe. Three, four or five on each city. Yeah. Yeah. So. Any complications with the iconography or anything? It does look like there's a little iconography. Yeah, there is a bit of iconography. I think they tried to do as language independent as they can with the cards. Uh I think uh, it was relatively clear what the power on each card was. 
Although maybe you had to look it up a little bit just to be clear what it did. Mm-hmm. But I think like, like the one that said, well, you, you can build any type of track. You look at it it's like, yeah, I, I, all available to you. <laughs> yeah. you know, the die with the plus or minus one. I can change the die by what I want to in either direction. Okay, oh yeah. That, that was, that's so a very powerful, powerful that ability, so I thought, really. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. yeah. Unbalancing or just good? Well, everybody had access to it if they wanted to take the minus two points uh, for it. So mm-hmm. steal it. They had to take yeah. an action to steal it. So you yeah, have to yeah. lose an action. Right. You have a number five and then steal it and watch the tears that the person used to have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's kinda it's got a really decent amount of power because anybody who wants to take it loses a turn basically to get it. But also there it has kind of a uh what time in the game that you get it. Like I could use it for the whole game and have that minus two points hanging over my head. But if somebody takes it on the last turn they get to use it once, and you know I don't get the minus two anymore. Somebody else gets it instead. Mm. But the the counter to that is that as the game progresses, you have your you have your best routes in mind, right, and what you're trying to accomplish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But with the dice rolls and certain other things, your choice is narrow. Yeah. So having that ability to change one of the dice into that exact number that you need becomes more valuable. Yeah, true. Yeah, no, definitely more valuable as the game goes on. Because the beginning, like you said, yeah, you, you know, it's like, oh, I have all these options. Can you do? Like, you can do something with almost any die mm-hmm. right. value at the beginning of the game. But later, it's like, I need a three and only a three. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're trying to finish that track. I need a three and I need a straight track to be available. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, as the game goes, it narrows. But yeah, early, like early and even mid game, I found that like you know a five could put a track in the five zone a five could put a check mark on your train to make it longer and if you still have the five spot open you know what i mean a five could steal the five tile right from more flexibility so, and it narrows flexibility. as you go right yeah yeah okay explorers it's time to dig up or bury steamrollers evan oh steamrollers is one of those games where the rules are simple but a good strategy is not so simple <laughs> there's a decent amount of luck in the game so be ready to have to make less than ideal moves part of the time. Still, it's challenging, and I'm looking forward to a rematch. Dig it up. Mm. Mike? Yeah, Evan's right. There's definitely a fair bit of luck in this game. Um, But if you're willing to take some potential negative points, which scares me, uh, (laughs) you could gain a lot of control over what's happening. Um, Aside from that, it's a nice light dice rolling game with fairly easy rules, so I say dig this up. Ed? Well, it is a rolling right, so I think you have to expect a little bit of luck here, and, mm-hmm. and it definitely is. And you need to watch what others are doing because cubes will start to disappear right before <laughs> you're ready to use them. <laughs> but even with those little aspects, there's a lot of traininess here, so I'll dig this for another roll. Yeah. Well, you know we want to know what your favorite train game is. So you let us know we are at which game first on social media. Guys, what is going on with which game first? Well, Monday nights, which game first, a board game podcast plays a game live and we broadcast it. And we want you to join us because it's interactive. We love hearing your comments as we play. Tell us how badly I moved. What a great move I made. <laughs> or, it's all about Evan. <laughs> <laughs> or help me out and tell me what Ed's doing while I'm concentrating on my own board. Yeah. <laughs> so that's Mondays, 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time, Eastern Coast of the United States. Oh, and yeah, we also play trivia games with you. So, hey, interactive. 
We love I really love how our audience is not shy about telling us how much we suck at these games. <laughs> no, no, not at all. I appreciate it. Yeah. Well, we're learning the games just like everyone else. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, we got some fast learners in our audience, man. They, they're like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, half the time they have played the game. And this is always a first run game for us. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that that's the fun part. It is truly watching us fumble through a game. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we even read the rule before we showed up. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. We guarantee, mostly, this is not a guarantee, that at least <laughs> one of us has read the rules before we started mm, playing the game. Yes. That, that, read the rules? Yeah. Okay. Reviewed? Reviewed the rules. Watch the video. Maybe watch the video. Yeah. Yeah. Watch the video before showing up. Yeah. If there's a video. Yeah. My, I usually watch play uh, games in progress just to see how the pieces are moving around the board and kind of intuit how to play the game from that. I just Actually, wait till the first turn. Yeah. <laughs> I have to give yeah. BJ a bit of prop here. Their, their tutorials they have for their games are actually gotten pretty decent. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. At BGA, sure. yep. Yep. At Yukata, <laughs> you're on your own. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got it on your own. But, uh. What else is going on with which game first? Um, we're definitely, it feels like it's Kickstarter season for some reason because I've gotten like a bunch of uh, requests to either check out somebody's game or have them on the show or but somebody sent us a game just recently. Um, I can't even remember the title of it, but we're going to play it. <laughs> and we might have even some more side quests, which are mm-hmm. little side podcasts we do interviewing game designers and things like that. So you sort of get an inside angle on mm-hmm. game design and that's always fun. So you can look for that in our feed, and we're headed to PAX Unplugged in a yes. couple of months. Yeah, that's yeah, right. We're going Woo-hoo. there. We'll be doing a couple of learning plays there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do we know awesome. which games yet? Uh, we do. Ooh, should we reveal in. or should is it, we wait? Is it time? I mean, uh, I yes. have the games. I have to double check to make sure we got the correct time. <laughs> next, okay. week. Next, next week. One next more week, week, guys. We'll one more with an overabundance of caution is going to wait <laughs> nope. until next week. No, no he's, he's just, just not no, He's a showman. He's playing it up. Yeah. Good man, I know, good man right? Ed. Good man. <laughs> and we want to thank all of our patrons mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. they are the ones that keep the lights on over here. If you want to become a patron, join our esteemed patrons. You can just go to our website and click on Become a Patron Today. And for $3 a month, you will get access to our patron-only podcast, the entire catalog of Bonus Points, points. Uh, which is a every other week podcast that we do just for our uh, patrons. It is a lot of fun. There's some secret patron-only episodes of Which Game First from way back when, and lots of episodes to review there. So if you like to hear more of us, just go to our website today. If you're looking for a game that we have reviewed, you can also go to our website and in the upper right corner, type in the name of the game and the episode in which we reviewed it will pop up. So if you're curious if we reviewed a game, that's a great way to find out. And thank you, everybody, for listening. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Our next game up this week is Applejack, designed by Yui Rosenberg, published by The Game Builders and Stronghold Games in 2022. Number of players, 1 to 4, ages 8 and up, playtime, 30 to 60 minutes. Okay, Mikey, what's in the box? The cover of the box features a kind of hillbilly-esque man smiling widely while sitting Mm -hmm. in the iconic Isaac Newton pose under an apple tree holding up a red delicious. Uh, Inside, we discover 100 tree tiles, four double-sided plans for orchards, 
two double-sided harvest plans, a scoring pad, a six-sided die, 148 honey tiles, and seven apple tiles. And that's what's in the box. Well, before we tell you if this game was crisp or mushy, Evan, <laughs> pluck the rules and give them a squeeze. Applejack is a tile placement game where you assist someone named Applejack in planting apple trees, <laughs> then really? harvesting the apple. Yeah, well, that's what it says. Applejack. You okay. You're the assistant to someone named Applejack. <laughs> All one word, though. Okay, oh. well, hey, you know. Whatever. <laughs> you're going to assist Applejack in planting apple trees, then harvesting the apples, setting up beehives between the trees, and planting apple blossoms. Now, on your turn, you will choose a tree tile from the harvest board, which is situated in the middle of the table. And that tile shows a combination of types of apples and apple blossoms, as well as beehives, all in the same tile. The beehives show the cost for the tile in honey. Honey is your currency, and honey is your victory points. Hmm. The tree tile hmm. will be placed on the player's orchard. The beehives need to be placed next to each uh, next to other beehives on tiles already in play in order to get the player's honey tiles. The harvest board keeps track of the harvest, of course, and acts as the timer for the game. When the Applejack die on the harvest board comes across a specific apple icon, this type of apple will be harvested, again gaining the players more honey tokens, but only if they arrange their apples in a meaningful way. <laughs> hmm. After 19 mm. turns, yep, 19 turns, each player's orchard is filled and the final scoring takes place. Apples, apple blossoms, and collected honey will be scored. Whoever has the most honey gets the savory sweet taste of victory. Everyone else gets a mouthful of applesauce. Oh. <laughs> we played with real props, too. We yeah, it comes games. with real apples. <laughs> well, you played this game on board. Well, mouthful of applesauce wouldn't be that bad, would yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, I was I thinking the same thing, honestly. It's like, yeah, news, I yeah. guess. Yeah. <laughs> Evan, do you hate applesauce or something? Uh, no, no, no. It's you know, had to come up with that. I could have said, "How about them apples?" Hey, how's that? hey. Right. you like apples? How about them apples? Huh? But, this game has more hexes. We love. I like hexes. hexes. All right. So <laughs> tell me, how did it look on Board Game Arena? Uh, it had it well represented. Yeah. You can see the hexes. So there are plenty of hexes on Board Game Arena. <laughs> it's very green. Um, yeah. So you know, a lot of green going on. And the apple colors kind of are the ones that stand out in the background of everything else, which is green. So, which is weird though, because there's like brown apples and blue apples. Like I don't know. <laughs> well, <laughs> the, blue bees, apples. the bees seem to like them, but I don't know, man. That that bugged me out. You Maybe the eat colors a blue could apple? have. Well, I would try a blue apple, but I wouldn't be like you know looking forward to it because I know that nature was, don't make no blue apples. What, what if it was blue inside? Apple? I think I want to try That'd the cool. hot called pink the blue apple. apple. Oh, <laughs> blapples. I'll make a blue apple. I'll, I'll infuse it with some, like, blue raspberry. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, only if it's GMO. You actually have to genetically yeah. modify it to be blue. Yeah, right, right, so, right. I don't mind that. That'll be interesting. <laughs> oh. All right, so on Board Game Arena, it moved okay. It doesn't look like there's really any complicated iconography here. Mm -hmm. No. No, no, no really. there isn't. And I think the, the probably the trickiest thing they represented rel relatively well is that center board that has kind of like rotating spiral mm. where, you know, that's where the drafting takes place because uh, where the die moves along that path and, mm -hmm. uh, and, and based on what the die it gives you options of what you can get that turn. 
based mm-hmm. on where that is. And then when it crossed certain colors of apples, those types of apples score. So you're not only trying to figure out what tile I'm going to have available to me, you're trying to figure out, you know, what's going to score next. Mm-hmm. Mm. Right, you're trying to build that one up that is coming in the future because you don't really have that much time to build stuff. So the early icons, like the early Apple icons, are hard to score. Hmm. Uh, Evan, I see that there's sheep. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. So um, the tiles are other, the, the opposite side of the tiles are sheep. And what? You place a, sh- you have to place sheep if you can't make any other. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, no. Yeah, if you don't placement. have a legal connection, you just what, throw it sheep. It burns in one of your 19 spots. Like, oh, right. gosh. Yeah, it's it's like tough. Backseat driver kind of stuff. Yeah. It logs you up. I'm wondering what sheep had to do with this theme at all, though. Like, it's not well, like sheep block the trees from growing or something. Yeah, maybe the sheep eat the the path of the pollinators or something, you know? Yeah, I, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, or they're seems... just in the way of growing a tree, yeah, I guess. <laughs> they're you just stomping the tree. Yeah. Or they're eating the apples. Yeah. They're, they're eating maybe. the tree, like, sprout, I guess. I don't know. Hmm. Even on the cover, you can see there's a whole flock of sheep there. So. Yeah. There's a yeah, someone them. likes sheep. Um but you're I right. would, now I want to research if sheep are uh, getting in the way of pollinators. Are they like a problem for like apple groves or, or something? Pollinating. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to give them the benefit of the doubt that it's on yeah. theme. All right, yeah. That yeah. it's on theme. <laughs> yeah, you know, Ui's designed one or two games, so I think we'll give He's, he's done a couple games. Right? Yeah, he's done like two, two or three games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's he's uh, up and coming. Yeah, I know. He's a, he's, a, he's a face to watch for sure. <laughs> All right. Well, the app, the different colored apples made it easy to see, but what, what is the deal with the honey? So is there honey on every tile? Uh, yeah, uh, most of the tiles, yes. Yes. And you're yeah, just trying the- to match them up. Yeah. There's, there's honey. Um, there's like, um, what do you call it? Um, uh, honey bees on the tile. Like, you know, they're, mm-hmm. why am I drawing a blank on the name of a nest? <laughs> what is a, uh, hive. a beehive? Hive. Thank you. Thank you. Jeez. <laughs> Wow, my brain is short circuiting. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's beehives on on honey some homes. of the tiles, and and yeah, that's how you like determine like the amount of honey that's going to come yeah, out of that. That's the cost, uh, also, right. Celeste. If you have to, if you got, you're going to pick up that tile, you have to have enough honey to buy the tile. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. So you're buying the tile at its at its value, and then placing it, and then mm-hmm. when you place it, and then you get two hexes that have. Hives, matching honey which yep. touch they don't yep. have to match oh they you'll, don't okay no you, but you'll get yeah. the lower of the two scores so you want so you want you want to try to match or come as you close you want to try to match possible. them up i hate that a bit <laughs> and, and that might be another reason why you, you flip your tile upside down because you don't want to have to pay any cost for that right tile. So they're right. upside down and fill it um, and it does pay you two honey mm-hmm. when you put okay. flip a tile over so you're getting a little income out of it oh good okay. point ed yeah i forgot about that you get it you know, yeah. If so, you don't want to have a low ma- number matched up against one of your high numbers and then spoil the whole score, then you might just flip it so it doesn't yeah, count like, as a, a like, honey. Where's that eleven? I want eleven honey, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mike. Mike, did it feel like negative points to you? Oh when you had God, it always does. This <laughs> this mechanic where you take the lowest of the two scores that are like available. It's I yeah, hate yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> I hate it so Subtracting. much. Subtracting. Oh, yeah, it feels like I'm losing points. It's a, you know, even though you're gaining some points, it still feels to me like I could have had 11. 
<laughs> yeah, well, but I put it next to a two, so I only got two. Yeah, right. that's right. That's Eleven and two. There yeah. you go. Two. Yeah, sometimes you pay the cost of the thing, and if it doesn't match up well, you end up losing. Like you pay for a nine, and you slap it next to a three, then you're getting three. Your so you lost yeah. all those points. Your investment did not pay off at that right, point. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, I, well, I suppose, you know, a little bit is like I mean, apple. Sure. Or, or maybe you really needed them apple. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah, the, so yeah, that's true. Like, sometimes you'll take the hit to get certain apples on the board to multiply your score a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Especially if you have two different groupings of apples, and this one will join the grouping, making one super group. Yeah, because it's any tiles that are like linked together count as the group of apples that you're going to score that turn. Right. So. If you have a whole bunch of red delicious hexes next to each other, that's yeah. that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're trying <laughs> yeah, so you're trying to actually at the same time build orchards. It's not just matching up the uh, the hives for multi- for the best points cuz mm-hmm. there are more points to be had by keeping your groves together with the same same types of apples. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, let me Here's a just kind of like slightly off. It's on topic, but it's a little off. Red Delicious, okay? They're okay. named. Are they trying Terrible. too hard? They're the no, worst, they're, right? They're, they're the worst. Delicious. Are no. they trying to sell them by calling them delicious? Yeah, they are. <laughs> yes. Of course they are. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. this is yeah. the most um, delicious red apple. And you're like, Ugh, this is Honey Crisp is my boring. favorite person. Yeah. Honey Crisp is good. Honey Crisp is very good, you know? I like but they, pink it's, ladies, yeah. Pink yeah, pink are ladies good. are like the poor man's Honeycrisp. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're different. I think they're totally different. They're no, it's what they are. Like let's yeah. face let's face Green facts. apples are too tart for me. <laughs> I love green I apples. I do too, they're, but they're only tart. in the fall. Only in the fall. Tart yeah, apples in the ripe, fall. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, in autumn, but yeah, red delicious are disgusting. Red disgusting. <laughs> Thank you. Knows Should we call it. red disgusting? Red yeah. disgusting. Yeah. I guess they, they wouldn't sell as well. So. <laughs> Maybe they would though. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> all right, all right. Okay, okay, explorers. It is time to dig up our berry applejack. Uh, what say you, Ed? Applejack offers a neat tile lane puzzle to solve while hoping your friends don't take the title will be just perfect for you. The excitement <laughs> isn't exactly high here, but I'll dig this up for a low-key game of harvesting in the orchards. Mike? Uh, this is one of those kind of <laughs> frustrating set collection games where you set up a perfect spot for a tile which doesn't show up until the right Wah-wah. after the turn where you gave up on it. <laughs> Throw some sheep in there. Yeah, right. Oh, my God. I'm not in love with the lowest possible score mechanic either, honestly. Mm. Uh, it was fine for what it is. It was a nice, decent-looking set collector, but I'm all set with this one. I'll bury it. Evan? Applejack's is, is Applejack. It's one of those games where there are a lot of ways to score. And it's almost hard determining how well you're doing in the game mm. until the game <laughs> nears its conclusion. Mm. Um, beehive placement, types of apples in the right orchard, apple blossoms, right variety of apple. Hey, if you hate apples, then this theme might not be appealing. <laughs> yeah. Oh. oh, he got his pun in. Woo. He got it in. Dig it up. Dig it up. All right. Dig it up. Nice. Well, we want to know if you like Red Delicious so that we can block you. <laughs> so let us know your app which came first on social media. Our last game up this week is Spit. No designer because oh, <laughs> it's Spit. That? Come on, yeah. guys. Okay. Published by Patch Products. That's the version we're, we're talking about today. Yeah. Number of players, two or more. Uh, age is eight and up. Playtime, 15 minutes. Okay, Mike, what's in 
this box question mark (laughs) (laughs) the cover of the box didn't want anyone to be confused so it plastered its disgusting but iconic name prominently across the cover while touting its claim to fame as the fastest game in the whole wide world over the top of a spinning globe. <laughs> kind of on the nose, don't you think? <laughs> um, inside, there's just one thing, a stack of 50 weirdly shaped cards. And that's what's in the box. <laughs> <laughs> well, before we tell you if this game spits the bit, I mean, there's nothing else to say ever. Yeah, right. Spit out the rules. Spit out the rules. <laughs> All right. Spit's a card game in which, you know, the idea is to, you know, get rid of all your cards before your opponent. Yeah. Uh, there's, you, what you're going to do is you're going to lay down four cards. You have your hand. You're going to lay down four cards in front of you. Opponent's going to pl- do the same. Then there's two discard piles, okay? <laughs> as fast as you can, one by one, you're going to play from the, from your four cards in front of you uh, onto the discard piles, you know, in consecutive numbers. So you, if you have a one in the discard pile, you can play a two on top of it or a zero. You can go up or down. And you keep doing this until you exhaust your hand of cards. The first player to get rid of all their cards wins. There <laughs> it is wins. such a thing as winning in Question this game. Mark wins. Yeah. <laughs> it wins. Yeah. Is a thing. <laughs> yep, it's uh, that's basically it, right? Yeah. <laughs> all right. So a couple of things first. Let's establish the the shape and uh, feel of the deck that we were playing with. So the spit version, and this was live in person, the spit version we were playing came in a little plastic tube. So it was like a plastic, almost a gigantic capsule, it looked like. So mm-hmm. you you opened the capsule. A friend of mine gave me this, like, here, a travel game. And you, <laughs> you unsnap the, the little plastic container, you snap it open, and you take out these oval shaped cards really really long with curved ends really like po- elongated oval stick yeah. shape yeah. Yes. Yeah, almost popsicle. Yeah. almost popsicle stick shape right and they were probably maybe an inch thick inch and a half thick um fl- flat cards right so already a very awkwardly handling set of cards i mean it's just a weird shape to be holding cards in um, and this game is all about manipulating your cards well, you know, quickly, mm-hmm. dexterously grabbing the card and mm. flipping it over onto the center. So so already we're starting with sort of an awkward handle. <laughs> what did you guys think of the look of these uh, oval-ish, popsicle-ish cards? Well, the first thing that caught my eye is it's a purple baffle around the whole <laughs> yes. popsicle thing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it, it, it makes it pop, I guess. Pop. Yeah. So here's Contrast, I, yeah. So yeah. I, this is going to be the most minor of all quibbles. You guys are going to, you know, laugh mm-hmm. at me probably. But no. the if you look closely at the card, there's that purple bevel, right? Which to me yeah. is like kind of a frame. Yeah. But for the little version of the number, which is right side up and upside down, the corner of the white outline around the number, like kind of cuts into the bevel. Yeah. Overlaps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How sloppy is that? I it is that. Poss- yeah. possibly the uh, sloppiest graphic why design. It's uncredited. Yeah. No one wants <laughs> yeah. to nobody wants to take credit for that. But the no. number. But this yeah. game's all about the number. I mean, yeah. it's yeah. not like. Yeah. Yeah, I, I get that. But at the same time, it's important that you do see the in- number in its entirety oh. from every direction. Listen, I'm not complaining that it has a like a the number pops out. Yeah. I don't like the fact that it could have been slid like two millimeters to the left or right. 
to not have the white outline around the number cut into the beveled outside. Well, that's true. That's I don't know saying. why they're in the quote-unquote corners of There the is no corner. Like, right, well, I, no I understand corner. that. <laughs> no, no, I get that, but why aren't they centered? Why is it, I don't understand yeah, no, why the numbers yeah. wouldn't have been centered. Well, it's just a, a mess. Line. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's like when you hold a de- hold cards in your hand, you want the number to be off to the left. Like, just yeah, so you ideally see. you would want an upper left corner, but as Mike said, there is no corner. There's so no there corner. Wouldn't, really wouldn't be a point. And the, yeah. the number is on here three times, <laughs> yeah. okay? Yeah. Gigantic in the center, uh-huh. upper left, and then upside down in the lower right. So it's... Which it's supposed to resemble be the upper left. You know, yeah, yeah. traditional deck of right, cards. Right, but... Yeah, it, yeah. It doesn't in any way resemble, no. a, a, and it just is an unnecessary amount of numbers on the card. Uh-huh. It's it just I is. think so, yeah. So yeah. I mean, you could have had one at the top and one at the bottom. That pr- yep. for this particular shape of card, one at the top and one at the bottom probably would have made a lot more sense, dead center. Yeah. But to Mike's point, the front of the card has the word "spit" on it in like. I don't know, like graphics, font. graphics 101, you know, font styling. And Ugh. then the interior is the same thing, almost like an eighth grader learning how to use, you know, Photoshop or something. <laughs> yeah. Like, honestly, the, the font looks like that Nickelodeon font when they're trying to splat yeah. something on the screen. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Gross. Ew, and it does have that. Yeah. Right. It's like a <laughs> milky sort fat, of milky, milky font. sort of color <laughs> to it. <laughs> it's a, yeah, it's a definitely doesn't know when to stop kind of graphic, you know. It's like <laughs> yeah, let's it's put like, an orange stroke around a black oh, stroke and oh, then yeah. bevel it. Right. And like like a shadow white stroke. It. There's a black stroke and a white stroke and an orange stroke. Like if we're in the seventies watching a movie on Saturday yeah. night at home. Yes. Like, and a bevel yeah. and a drop shadow. Just throw it all in. <laughs> Just, oh yeah, I didn't learn all the tools. I mean, what do you back? It was a cool new thing back in 2000. <laughs> yeah, this, yeah, 2000. Damn, I tried. I tried looking up the origin of the name spit because I don't think it has anything with actually spitting. Like spit on your hand, so it's stickier, so you can grab the cards. Or like, is it about you know spitting no, game? No, it's an old game. It's so I, don't. Just I think it's the action, syllable. right? It's the action of spitting out the card. So oh, you're okay. so let, okay. let's actually get to the gameplay. Oh so, yeah, yeah. I, I most people don't oh know. I mean, most of my friends know how to play spit with a mm-hmm. regular deck of cards, right? Yeah, it, right. Yeah. There, there's, there's. There's no need for a special deck. But this this deck, you know, you can play with a standard deck of cards and you just go, sometimes you can play with the rule where you go right through the ace, meaning you can go king, you can go in a line, queen, king, ace, two, three, four, Mm -hmm. or you stop at the ace. You know, there's there's a few ways to play. Variations, yeah. This one doesn't have an ace. This just says zero through nine. Mm. And so it's fine. You go zero, one, two, three, and then back down, you can go through. Three, two, one, and you're just trying to consecutively keep throwing out those cards. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a game that's all about speed. So being <laughs> able to grab the card and mm. flop it down quickly is all about where this game, oh, you know, enjoyment of, comes yeah. from. One of Mike's favorite mechanics. Oh my god, I hate frenetic <laughs> games like this. Like, yes. I, I, honestly, this this spit is one of the games. We didn't call it spit. We had another name for it, but I played this in like. 
summer camp when I was little yeah. and it scarred me. Like this is one of the roots. <laughs> this is one of the root games of why I hate this kind of game. Right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's I almost have... like the opposite of flapjack. We, instead of trying to get all the cards, you're trying to take all get rid, rid of, of all the cards. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. yes, it's a frenetic high speed game. A lot of people get stressed out by games like this. I happen to love them. <laughs> I love games that suck you in and you can't do anything but concentrate on the speed <laughs> of the game. That's yeah, true. Yeah. It does lock you in in a way. Mm. Yeah. 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 It's it, a real time game. You can't pause. It's like, yeah. Yeah. right. <laughs> that, and that, that is also my preference in video gaming. You know, I mm-hmm. like games that are high speed and you don't stop and then yeah. it's over. <laughs> and, and, and so, so I appreciate this game. It, it is actually one of my very favorite games, Spit. Mm-hmm. Oh. So when I got to play this version, which is exclusively, this is a deck of cards exclusively designed to play this game and to find it so difficult to manipulate the cards. Yeah. Yeah. It was almost like, you know, Spit Challenger Edition or something. <laughs> right. you know? yeah. I, it I was think, like, weren't they trying to kind of stand out from the old original version of like Spit it. in a way by designing the cards specifically this way to make it awkward? I think that's yeah, maybe, maybe could be. Uh, I appreciated the fact that it was slightly awkward and Celeste was slightly awkward. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's right. I took away your advantage, Celeste. Lose yes. this game so bad. I actually managed to beat Celeste if you thought the thought off by the card. Oh, it's yeah. a great equalizer. Good point. Yeah, that's funny. That oh that's God. possibly very true, right? Just yeah. like being able to play guitar in real life is actually a hamper if you're playing rock band. So <laughs> right. it's like if you if you're used to playing with a regular deck and you get right. thrown for a little oh yeah, totally God. this card these cards you could not grab in the same way as a regular oh, yeah. deck you couldn't stack in the same way i mean the, have, they didn't have, have smooth play either the um texture on them the uh-huh. um coating was terrible See. you know it was friction it had high friction high friction yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you ever try to shuffle a deck of cigar shaped cards before <laughs> <laughs> i mean come on man so nothing yeah. about this game is conventional in that yeah in that okay sense. all right i'll give him that as a plus Go check that out. It, no it is a pet peeve of mine when <laughs> you have no, um, ca- games that you can play with a standard deck of cards and they make an exclusive deck for <laughs> yeah. them. It's it's just a big why, right? Why, <laughs> why are you playing Goldfish? You need a special deck for Goldfish yeah. or Old Maid. <laughs> yeah, you'd be better off with a deck like a book of different rules and carrying exactly. around a regular deck of cards of around. Of course, you. have ten yeah, games but, in one. But it or... wouldn't have the special charm or the graphics that it's I mean, obviously, people bought it. We ended up in our hands, mm-hmm. and uh, yes, there's something about being colorful or more playful than a boring deck of cards. I mean, what are you going to do with a deck of cards? I love this cards. Looks like a regular old <laughs> yeah. deck. Oh my! Right here, shut up! Shut wow. your mouth! Ed. Who are you? Shut, shut up! Are you? How dare you? How oh my dare gosh. you? A deck of cards is one of the most Blasphemy. amazing, versatile games ever invented. Of course it is, Mikey. Of course it is. I'm just trying to put in the mindset of these uh, <laughs> designers. Right. Thanks, this Ed. podcast is over. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> do you click? How do you end it. a podcast like that? You can't really Good hang job, up Ed. like a phone. 
Way to kill it. God, I miss those phones that you can just slam down. Now you've got your cell phone. You can't do anything. Yeah, and the bell rings on the inside. Ding! You know, yeah, you slam it's it. A, it's a satisfying The actual noise. physical bell that used to reside inside a phone. <laughs> yep. Oh, my I think gosh. The biggest, I think the biggest draw for this game was definitely the gimmicky box, right? The mm. little plastic snap box. You're like, oh, yeah. you can slide this in your pocket and it can't get ruined. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's how they sold this game. They sold it on that plastic Maybe that's why they went with that shape. Of course. It slides into your yeah, pocket. Yeah. yeah. Has to yeah. be, right? Yeah. 100%. Doesn't make it a good game. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, explorers. Less judgment is in. <laughs> it is time to dig up her berry. Spit. I'll go first. Okay. All right. I yes. love card games, but yes. there's simply no reason to buy a special deck, <laughs> especially when it is far less versatile and handleable than a standard French deck of cards. Word. Bring a normal deck on your card trip and bury this on the side of the road. Wow. <laughs> nice. Couldn't wait. Evan. Uh, spit. It's a, I don't know, it's a kind of a blend of war and slapjack. You know, card games you learn when you're five years old. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought the game's overall is pretty thin. It doesn't require much skill. There's a silliness factor to it. That's good. But uh, I don't know. It's a. It's just a time burn otherwise. Bury it. How dare you critique the game and not this version oh, yeah. of the game? <laughs> <laughs> Mike? Oh, boy. So this should come as no surprise to anyone that knows me, but uh, this is, uh, to put it mildly, not my cup of tea, as Ed might say. Mike's back in therapy. Uh, oh, my God. I know. It brought back such terrible memories. Uh, it's it's one of the... Uh, here, listen. I'll give you this. It's one of the easiest games to learn, so that's appealing to some people, but the weird-shaped cards and the ugly aesthetic uh, did not help this game at all so i definitely there's no surprise to anyone i will bury it ed <laughs> this is a fast game <laughs> <laughs> and there is some fun to be had playing this game it is not the type of game that interests me so i'm gonna bury it sometime when celeste isn't looking <laughs> smart <laughs> all right are there any real games, the real-time games that you love or hate? We want to know actually what you feel, how you feel about specialized decks of cards. Let us know. We are at Which Game First on social media. And that brings us to the end of our show. We do look forward to hearing from you guys. Please give us a shout out. We love to hear from our listeners. We are at Which Game First on social media and Discord. Hunt us down and check out our website if you want to become a patron today. Just $3 a month and you will get access to our patron-only podcast called Bonus Bonus Points. And if you do get a chance please leave us a like a rating or a review anywhere where you get this podcast shout it out to your friends let them know about this board game review extravaganza extravaganza happy gaming explorers make way for the steamroller express remember to spit out them seeds when you uh eat the app the trauma still remains from slapjack and spit in my early days but i will overcome (laughs) Ha, 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 ha.